0: Recorded live from Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles in West Bend, Wisconsin. You're listening to Under the Cowl. Episode 22. Wait, Wednesday? Week Wednesday? In a bowl. Diet food in a bowl. With a fork. But one would probably look at that and just be like, wait,
1: that's diet food?
0: But compared to... Yeah, compared to eating like, you know, half of a, of, of a pizza, yeah, a few boneless wings. I
1: got meatballs today, so.
0: <laughs> Did you? <laughs> um, well, speaking of meatballs... Okay, because uh for those who don't already know this uh, i'm I'm a carnivore who lives in a house filled with vegetarians um, so Tammy had heard from somebody that there was a good meatball like see anything with
2: the word meat right in the name
0: shouldn't have a vegetarian version of it mm-hmm. but that there is a uh a good vegetarian meatball substitute, like a, I don't know, like a tofu ball, veg, veggie ball or something. Um, (coughs) so, and this was, uh, I guess it's an Aldi one, which, which we don't normally talk about, you know, grocery stores. So what you're saying, is really top
1: of the line. Yeah. So real top of the
0: line. Okay. Now, now this is where the surprise comes in because initially I was, in, I'll I'll try some of the stuff because I'm like okay whatever, um, and there are some good vegetarian foods like I like a lot of the veggie burgers. Don't it, it's not a burger. You know don't don't try to pass it off as a burger. It's burger, it's but spelled it's B-E-R-G. some sort of a it's like a veggie patty thing. Okay, most of them are actually good. They do not taste like burgers. There was a kind, I can't remember the brand, that was supposed to be um, a lot like regular burgers. And so we did try those. And I don't think I actually tried it. But uh, Tammy and the kids all agreed it still wasn't. They were actually kind of afraid of them. Uh, Because anything that's supposed to be just like meat, because uh, they're used to vegetarian options that aren't really just like the meat, but anything that they hear is just like meat it gets a little scary. Yeah. Uh, so they tried them and they said no, they're not. They're they're still not there. Um, and for the they said they are really good and some of the best veggie burgers that they've had, but for the price and everything, they're just not, you know, just not worth it. Um. But Tammy had heard through somebody that she works with that Aldi actually has their own brand of a vegetarian meatball. And so we decided to try it out. And um, so I actually tried them. Uh, right away, I'm like, well, I'm trying this with sauce because I I mean, even regular meatballs, I don't eat by themselves, I eat them with sauce. So, sure. so the, the true test is actually that's not true. I did try. I did try it. I took a little bite without sauce just just to try it first. Um, And uh, so I got to say, these weren't bad. They still, they don't taste like meatballs. (laughs) But I could see in a big bowl of spaghetti, a big plate of spaghetti. Covered up. and Depending, I mean, if you're on a diet, you're eating it out of a bowl. Yeah. (laughs) But... um, with a with a lot of sauce and stuff like that that you could potentially pass these off, okay, okay, so they were good, I like the taste of them and everything, yeah, they're not the same as meatballs, but i I need them okay um so it's just funny that of of all the vegetarian meat substitute things that I've had that uh, one of the best ones out there has been Aldi meatballs. <laughs> yeah, if you
1: gave me a selection of, like, five stores and where you had the better vegetarian meatball, I would not have picked Aldi as the top one.
0: Have you tried any, like, vegetarian
1: stuff? Like, advertised vegetarian-type substitute
0: yeah. products? I don't think I've had a single thing. The, the fake chicken patties aren't <laughs> bad, either. They're, they're close. They have kind of a chicken taste. Uh, chicken that adjacent. One, they, they, the wife and kids all agree that the, uh, the veggie chicken patty things are probably the closest to a real thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, chicken patties in general are so overly processed and everything that uh, I'm not sure how much chicken is actually in
1: them anyways. Yeah, the closest I got was actually this past weekend. I uh, attended a wedding, and it was buffet style. <clears throat> so I was getting all ready for, you know, whatever they had. They had some uh, some pork up there, some chicken and some potatoes and rice and all the good stuff. And, and I guess I wasn't prepared, even though it was buffet style. They still came around and they had a plate of salad for everybody at the table. And it kind of happened like real quick when I was like sitting down. Otherwise, I'd have probably been like, oh, you can take that one to whoever, you know. I'm not a big salad guy. And there it is sitting there, and I'm with the table of strangers. I didn't really know too many people at this wedding beyond the people that were in it and standing up and all that stuff. And uh, so I'm just like, all right, I'll I'll eat this salad. I found some ranch on the table, so I started, you know, pouring some ranch on there. And uh, I, um, I took one for the team. I had a uh, a salad while sober is how I call it. Lot, pretty much the only time I eat salads is if I've been drinking. So at other weddings and stuff, and uh, one where I like wasn't driving or anything, then I was drinking and uh, I had Cause, like because
0: nothing sober's you up like eating salad. Yeah, but basically,
1: <laughs> basically, uh, you know, salads taste better after I have had a couple drinks. But I had a, a sober salad. Uh, sometimes they say like super salad. I'm like sober salad, what? Um but yeah, so that's the closest I no, got. Super salad. See <laughs> Super. Yeah, so that happened to my buddy Tim one time uh, years ago, then you know, he was asked super salad and he goes, Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, No, soup or salad. I'm like, oh he thought it was the Super Salad. Super Salad, that's, that sounds pretty good. As far as salads
0: go, it doesn't sound too
1: bad. That's like Elaine asking for the big salad on Seinfeld. I don't know how much Seinfeld you've watched at all, but uh, there's a whole episode revolving around her and the big salad, and uh, yeah, they they got 22 minutes out of that, so.
3: <laughs>
1: but yeah, that's the closest I got to uh, vegetarian within the last, I
0: don't know, five years, so. Well, I suppose that we can do like a two-hour podcast on ordering a pizza. <laughs> yeah, that, that has happened. <clears throat> so, yeah, I was uh, trying to figure out how to tackle uh, Pizza Wednesdays while I'm on a diet. I so, like, well, I definitely have to be on some sort of diet, which I hate doing diets. I prefer lifestyle changes, which... Seems like it's just some term, you know, for diet. But I, I do think, like, you know, if you go on a diet, you're just you're doing something where you're trying to lose some weight over a period of uh, whatever length of time, and that's it, and you go back to eating whatever. You know, when you try a lifestyle change, what you're shooting for is to permanently alter the way that you're eating things. So. Um, but, yeah, I know, I told you already, but my wife left the scale out and I decided, you know, to step on it. And uh, realizing that I, it was the, the heaviest I have ever been was kind of a shocker. Because I don't feel like I'm the fattest I've ever been, but apparently the I'm numbers. the fattest I've ever been. Or at least I weigh the most. I don't know. Maybe I've got like you know so much plastic in my body right now because that's that's something that's been talked about lately that I've heard is like uh, are you plastic? Microplastics that you something like you ingest like five grams of plastic a week or whatever it is. You know because uh, for different things like it's it's uh, molecules are in the air and. Have you been eating your utensils when you eat here? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm eating the, the forks, and then it's like um, fish, like the fish eat plastic in the in the, the ocean and stuff like that, and people eat the fish, and so that plastic that's in their system gets passed on to you. So yeah, so there's some something, and lately it's been talked about. Like I've, I've heard it from a couple different things, like on the radio, and went to the bank one day and they had something posted out on it. It's like, what's this? I don't know if there's some new research, some study that just came out or what it was. But And then in about a
1: month, they're going to say how good plastic is for you and you should consume more of it.
0: Right. Um, And then it'll be, no, plastic causes cancer. (laughs) Yep. And then it'll be, uh, we were wrong. News surveys show that it doesn't cause cancer and it helps prevent Alzheimer's disease. (laughs) And then it'll be oh no we're sorry it actually causes heart attacks and cancer again
1: i remember when like pomegranate juice started coming out like getting real big and real popular and we had some minute Maid stuff in the dairy cooler and very I, I love anything pomegranate if there's a pomegranate you know smoothie or this or that and, uh, hey guys hey, there. back you good down. how's it going
2: i'm oh, not too bad
1: and uh but yeah then that uh, was one of those things you don't know, all hear so healthy pomegranate juices and blah, blah, blah. And then it was like a month later and then they're saying like, well, if you're over 80 and you have this and that, then you shouldn't be. And then like, it just got like turned all around where then there was
0: all these stipulations. and yeah, like watching uh, medication commercials where half the commercial is listing off the side effects and every yeah. single one of them is worse than what you're taking the thing for. <laughs> you, you could die, <laughs> you could... Right. This may cause death. Yeah. Extremely violent death. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of those medications I see those on why would anybody take medication for my first, something when the side effects are, are worse than
2: <laughs> my first diabetic medication it's was one that it was a Vandia, and they took it off because people are having strokes from it and everything it's like oh cool after all these years <laughs> and they had lawsuits of, you know, if you want to be a part of this or sort of, nah, that alright I don't want to give a lawyer more money yeah like, I have acid reflux problems. Some of those medications, too, recently came out. Yeah, they, they destroy your kidneys. Yeah. So. Yeah. Came just in time for dinner, hey? <laughs> oh, you betcha. I know I won't ask if you have any of the Walking Dead 193. <laughs> oh, you might as well ask. Everybody else asks. Yeah. No, we're out. <laughs> oh, you never know. How about Marvel? Pro- you, don't have, you don't have any of those back at like five and six and four, do you? I have one, two, and three, but I don't have. Which one's the Marvel? Oh, uh, what the? the heck is the one dc present no it ain't dc Pre- oh what there's a marvel comics present marvel comics presents uh, did you get any of them five is yeah. the first wolverine's daughter that was the
1: big one uh, yeah i remember hearing about that in the news but uh yeah i'm not sure if that's the title we got for the rack or not because i don't think anyone was ordering it so um uh,
3: i
0: said i there, yeah there
2: were there were a couple yeah uh, yeah i thought i'd ask you guys get a lot of the facsimile, whatever they are, the ones? The like, facsimile uh, ones? Yeah. No, that that's
0: one that we usually, those a lot of times we do pre-order over. Yeah.
2: So it's supposed All to be an X-Men number one coming out. I kind of wanted to get that one. Yeah, it seems like they're doing more and more of the facsimile. Yeah. Stuff.
1: They're pretty cool. DC has a round coming up in the next month or two. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. They had talked about that they knew Marvel did it and it was pretty successful, and they were very upfront with saying, like, "Oh, eh, we should try too." So Yeah, why not? If it's
2: making them money, why not, you know? Well, it works both ways, you know, Marvel, yeah. uh, what is it, the 1,000?
1: Yeah, Mar- or Action Comics Detective 1,000,
2: and yeah. now they have Marvel Comics 1,000 coming out in August. So. Uh, you don't have any of the back issues of Spawn either, eh? 98 uh, ninety-eight, ninety-nine, uh, two hundred eighty-nine. Ah, uh, uh, no, I think, think two eighty is like the latest one we have down yeah, there because we it's in the bottom
3: left. a little bit, but more people bought the last couple because they're getting ready. I think because well, of everything, I, people I think, see I think,
0: I think people are going to start jumping on the three hundred or pick up three hundred. Yeah,
2: check it out and then hopefully. I was stick hoping with to it. get the $98, ninety-eight, ninety-nine, and the three hundred. Uh, yeah, I got the three hundred pre-ordered. Uh, yeah. That one's in August, I think. I've never really read any Superman comics. I've never been...
1: How many have you read,
2: David? I don't know. Probably a thousand. <laughs> yeah? You like a big Superman? Yeah. I always like Batman and Daredevil. They were my two favorite. Yeah, I just love it when people say that they like them because they have no superpowers. Well, they got every... You know, I mean, that's kind of why I like them, but I liked them since I was a kid, so... I mean, Superman, I think, could really beat anybody if we really. <laughs> you know, this one's pretty. I take that too. Sorry if I look at it. Yeah, go ahead. Pretty careful with everything. I have to move tape. I wrecked a couple of comics pulling them out, and. Yeah, so I never leave tape in the way anymore. There we go. All set? Yeah. Frozen. It's the start of a second art that they've done, a little mini series, rather. Yeah, I bought the very first one for the ex-wife kid. I bought her two copies. And they were only supposed to be a low print run, and I was like, "Here's the I got the graded one, have yeah, the '98 CGC," and I kept that for her, just because she loves everything Frozen Five, and uh, I gave her the one that wasn't. And I went in the ex-wife's car, and it's all crumbled up in the floor. And of course, yeah, yeah I bought an Immortal health number one. The, nice. the Carnage Block variant or whatever. Okay. I bought it, you know, before it came out, no, this guy hasn't even shipped it. It was out uh, well, last week already. Mm-hmm. Oh, Illinois nice, some guy bought it off of eBay. Yeah, I've
1: always had good track
2: record with comics where they don't like ship 'em out like that night and yeah. get the notification. I sell some stuff on eBay and I like the people I've bidden and they'll never pay ya. Yeah. Uh, that's my favorite. Like, Why would you even look at it if you're not gonna pay? Yeah, mine is just instantly the second I oh, uh, yeah. buy it now, yeah. they just they got the payment within seconds. Oh yeah, I don't know. Do You buy a bit of stuff on there? Or?
1: Uh, not a lot. Like I over the last two years, I was on the hunt for all the silver surfers and. Uh, oh yeah, I like you have know, the silver age ones too, or yeah, I, I've got them all now. But yeah, uh, I went through and I tried to pick up the seventy seven forty three. So I tried picking up as many as I could uh, in person, you know, just to kind of have the hunt there. Yeah. But then I got to the end of it where I'm just like, okay, I can't find these, and then I just went to eBay for a couple. But
2: yeah, I bought the whole run. 27, what was that? 43. I was looking at a side job so out in Kilostrum, so my money's a little wet from sweating, standing out there. Yeah, so okay. It's all dirty. Yeah. Yeah, I got the whole one through. 18, and I used to have a couple sets, actually, of them. Right. I don't have half of what I used to. So if it wasn't for my comic book collection, though, I probably would have. 50 cents. I had no Some income change. coming in for a long time, so that's what got me started doing it. Yep. And I've collected since I was a kid. But, uh, all right. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, why
1: not? Yeah, most of the time, if I go to eBay, it's if I'm looking for a... Uh, a variant for a lot of times. Yeah. Not like a real high, I don't buy a lot of the high-end ones, but if it's like the 10 to $15 tier that, you know, sometimes you have to order like 10 copies
2: of, of one issue. Yeah. I just bought Amazing Spider-Man 16 with Daredevil on the cover, too. Okay. You know, the first one where they meet for $24. Sure. It's got a little piece missing out of the corner and extra staples. I realize yeah. it looks pretty nice. But for $24? Yeah, that's a pretty good deal. Let's see what it's like when I get it. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you guys later. Take it easy. Good night.
3: Good night. Yeah, the last two transactions that I did, it
0: Screwed up and did twice so sure. It cleared for cash. So, good. Uh, so, pomegranate juice isn't good for you if you're an old person, huh? Yep, but I
1: figured I'm not old, I'm going to drink everything pomegranate. Or is what I would say uh pomegranate if I wanted to sound mm. a little more educated, which ironically is less educated, but to say it fancy. Pomegranate. Chili, <laughs> Yep. Target, it's all that kind of thing. Right.
0: So, you know, when I've dropped five pounds, when I step on the scale tomorrow, I'm going to be amazed. <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, wing wings, diet works. Wings every night. I uh, do no, I figured. We'll keep the uh, the pizza Wednesday thing going, but now i got to figure out some substitute. Yeah, I don't know if they'll let you order just the toppings and not the crust for pizza.
1: Yeah, they just, like, put everything in a Ziploc bag for him. Uh, back when you were talking about meatballs and everything, um, Meatball is one of my former nicknames. I don't think I've mentioned that even for the multiple meatball conversations we've had over the course of
0: the last several no, episodes. No, I feel like I wouldn't recall if you <laughs> yeah, told me that Meatball was a
1: nickname. Yeah, cause I was at the, uh, the Moose Jaw restaurant in Wisconsin Dells, and... Uh, had a giant table, let's say there was like over a dozen people there for our party. And uh we got one of the waitresses that will memorize everything and not write a single thing down. So everyone was going down and about halfway through the line we're all just like really realizing like she's not writing anything down for this huge order that we're doing and you know, some special things and oh this, but you know, can you put this on the side? Blah blah blah. She wasn't writing anything down. I was, like, at the end of the order as the table swooped back around to her right side. And so she's like, all right, that was it. We're like, yep, sounds good. And she, like, mentally just kind of, like, sort of pointed and kind of eyed us all around the table, almost like just going through it one more time in her head. But when she got to me is when she made her first audible note because she did it all in her head. She got to me, and she just goes, meatball, and then, like, walked away after, like, pointing to me. And then, like, we all looked at each other, and then it was, like, someone was just, like, did they just call Anthony meatball? Like, Like, yeah, she looked at me and pointed at me and just said meatball. And then we're all just, like, thinking, like, I think she was, like, going through the order and everything, and, you know, I was meatballing. And what made it funnier is that she was from, I think, the Czech Republic, something... Something like that, you know, based on her accent. And, and we did talk to her about it. I forget what it was. It was years ago. But something along those lines. And uh, when she came back, we were all kind of laughing about it. And we kind of told her what we were laughing about. Not that she thought like we were, like, laughing at her for any reason. And then we had mentioned how, you know, she pointed at me and called me meatball. And then she thought that I was, like, offended by it. I was heavier than I am that you know me now. Uh, but I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, that's a awesome nickname, I'm like, and uh, that's like a nickname to get printed on the back of like a like a softball shirt or something, if I were to partake in sports.
0: I mean, <laughs> I, I guess, you know, some people might take offense to being called Meatball. Yeah. Some people might take offense to being called Ya-Ya.
1: <laughs> but, uh... But yeah, uh, I, I ran with the meatballs, so...
2: <laughs> <laughs> Running
0: with meatballs. <laughs>
2: Hello. Hello. Hi. I came to collect some comic books that
3: I dropped off to see if they're worth anything.
2: Okay,
0: you must have talked to her for the title.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. You.
2: Tina.
3: Okay. We did
0: try calling you. Oh. oh. I gotta see which ones are which. Uh, these right here.
3: Yeah. So I don't know if we dialed the wrong number or just we dialed the wrong number. That's the number that we had, but yeah, we did yeah. try calling a couple of times. I didn't, didn't. I didn't. A voicemail or anything?
0: Yeah, it uh, it didn't work out to be really worth. Okay. Worth anything?
2: That's fine. So, I just had them laying around, so I thought I'd give it a try. Okay. All right.
3: All right. Thank You're you. welcome. Have a good night. You too.
0: Uh, Tim replied, hey, "That's that's not true. They were worth two
1: dollars." <laughs> uh, Tim, uh, I told Tim about the the delay, and then. Uh, I corrected him, and I said just how Diamond, like you said, shipped them out late or whatever, because he goes, UPS will, hu- UPS will be hung from the highest hill to be a demonstration for all their late de- delivering kin.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> got to correct him, because while we have in the past had many problems with UPS, mm-hmm. that was, we, we haven't had a ton of problems with UPS in quite a while, since we've got our, our regular driver, that if we want to, we can call him up and he'll let us meet him somewhere and grab his stuff if we want him earlier or whatever. Uh, tipping him for Christmas also probably helped a little bit, but we've had some pretty good luck with UPS. Our first our first year at this location, I'm trying to think if we, I don't feel like we really had a lot of problems when we were in the old, the, the old basement location, but we weren't there that long we did experience some problems with deliveries around christmas and stuff like that uh but nothing i can really think of Uh, our first year here we had a lot of problems with ups and it seemed like if they were late it was because of ups so uh but but we haven't had problems with them lately this time it was diamond yeah well actually i I don't even know. I, I can't say that. It it is possible, I suppose, that for some reason UPS just didn't pick them up from Diamond when they were supposed to. So yeah, I, I guess I can't say for sure. I know we have had problems with Diamond with not shipping stuff correctly. We've had that where they ship stuff late and whatever. This time, as we're talking about this on a podcast, and everybody's like, "What are they talking about?" <laughs> it's because we're recording on a Wednesday, which is usually New Comic Book Day. Yeah. But this week, New Comic Book Day is going to be on Thursday because our comics didn't show up. But this time it looks like it was quite probably on Diamond's end, where they did not ship them out on time. So so we did not get them on time, so our customers that like to come in on Wednesday and get their comics right away were unable to do that. That means that... uh, People like you have to read your comics a lot faster to be able to talk about them Saturday when we have the Yeah, I've got, my work, got my work cut out for me, so... Yeah, we, we can't necessarily blame UPS on, on this one. That's not to say it's not their fault. Because just looking at it, it's really hard to determine if it was Diamond or if it was UPS. But yeah, it d- definitely wasn't local UPS. We'll say that. If you got problems with UPS, don't kill the messenger.
1: Yeah. I'm just looking at all the San Diego Comic-Con 2019 exclusives from Marvel. They're posting it out. I like all the pins, the shirts, the comic variants, and I'm already feeling overwhelmed by all this stuff. But I found in recent years it's best to not look at it, even though I'm looking at it right now as I talk. But uh, if I don't know it's out there, I'm pretty good.
0: Kind of like why sometimes I don't look all the way at the back of the previous catalogs. Because cause Kurt does the order, so I don't have to look at the stuff for ordering purposes. Yeah, yeah. So, really, I look at them to kind of know what's what's coming up and what's going on, but also for myself, like uh, like any customer would. Um, but, yeah, or even if I do look at the, the back, I don't look too hard. Because then I start going, wow, I really want this. And, no, I don't have the money for that. Because I'm... A customer, just like anyone else, as I pick up the previous catalog. See, it's convenient though that the last few pages here are upside down. So, no. well, it's so you go. Oh, I don't want to look at it. I won't flip it upside down. It's the Stranger Things just came out, so hmm.
3: it's
0: part
1: of a promotion. Right. There's probably Stranger Things items in there. Probably some pop figures and some.
0: There, there probably is. Even though um, lunch boxes. Probably the previews catalog from a couple months ago probably had Stranger Things to, more. to release in time, and I don't remember if there's any Stranger Things comics. Yeah,
1: because it's probably wrapped up by that time. The, there's a current one, Stranger Things six, which is a four issue miniseries. Yeah, it's um, not. It's not
0: the sixth Stranger yeah. Things. It's <laughs> it's about a character.
1: Yeah. So. Six. So, Issue 4, I think, would end up being in August, so it might not be in in that one there. So.
0: Yeah, there's there's a lot more uh, action figures and stuff like that that I'd like to carry, but we're not big enough for that because you have to buy, like, a pallet of them or
1: whatever. It's like buying a pallet of chocolate milk. Then you probably wouldn't even show up or they'd double charge you.
0: Probably. Oh. Did you look? Did they accidentally send you double chocolate milk? <laughs> that's why you're charged double? Yeah, it's 2% <laughs> instead of the 1%. Well, then they should have only charged you 2%. Mm. I wish, right?
1: Are you saying it's double the percentage? Yeah, double the percentage. <clears throat> but I didn't get a voicemail from that uh, guy that's supposed to call me, so I uh, am going to cross the fingers that he left the message at work that I will see tomorrow. Otherwise, I have to call him tomorrow, too. And
0: well, hopefully by the time this uh, episode is posted, you'll have this all taken care of.
1: Well, I hope so, too.
0: As as we're talking about this, this is uh, episode 22, uh, which I could rearrange and, and have it some other episode because I've got filler episodes that I can
2: come in. But as of right now, this
0: is episode 22, and I've just got 17 just about ready to be posted, so. <laughs> Got a couple in the chamber. One of the things that I wanted to do this week since I took the week off of work and my job, not, not here, but um, is I wanted to catch up on the podcast a little bit, but I've had so much other things going on and so many other things to catch up on that I haven't been able to get in here to catch up on those. So, yeah. I suppose you know, if you work full-time and then you, run a business, and then you have everything else going on. Some of those other things tend to kind of get pushed to the side, and then when you take vacation, you spend your entire vacation just getting caught up on stuff that you didn't get done when you weren't on vacation. Ah, uh, the joys of adulthood sometimes, right? Common question for you. As Wally West is staring me in the face here on the previews catalog. Yes. Um. So... We had different takes on Heroes in Crisis, which is understandable. because We've talked about this before. You, having had no real connection to Wally West prior to Heroes in Crisis, um, probably wouldn't have been affected by what happens with that character in the story as much as somebody who was a, a fan of the character uh, for years. So now as he's getting, uh, and this is a series, right? It's like six issues. Six, six issues, two? yeah. Uh, flash forward. This is something where I was really upset by what they did in Heroes in Crisis. So then I look at this flash forward and I'm thinking under any other circumstances if Wally West was getting his own six issue uh, miniseries I'd probably pick it up. But being you know, upset with what they did with the character in Heroes in Crisis and being that this says right on it from the pages of Heroes in mm-hmm. Crisis um, I find it difficult to want to get that I like the character enough to, you know, be be interested, but then I keep thinking about what they did with them in Heroes and Crisis. And that makes me not want to get it. So somebody who had the opposite take on Heroes and Crisis, is Flash Forward something that you're uh interested in? Yes. Because uh, you, you you haven't been a huge DC reader in the
1: past. Only in the last like two years have I really but, been heavy with it. Outside of Mostly Batman and Wonder Woman out in Swamp Thing. Outside of those characters, I hadn't like, read events and followed any of that mumbo-jumbo for the most part. So, But what I talked about at the end of Heroes in Crisis is saying that what that book did for me was to be excited where they're going to take him next, and I would buy that book. Whereas if this book came out pre-Heroes in Crisis, I wouldn't buy it. So it's literally the opposite of what you just said. So because of Heroes in Crisis... You're not too excited to jump onto this book, but then because of Heroes in Crisis, I am. Now, the only thing that I was hesitant about, because I'm still making the decision if I wanted to get the six issues monthly or just wait for a trade, and I only say wait for a trade because it's not Tom King that's writing it, not that nobody else can write it other than him, but just because he's the one that did that in the, in the Heroes in Crisis... I was more so intrigued by thinking that he was going to do it. Like by the end of the year, all of a sudden, he we see it. Like let it sit there for a while. Right. For a while, but I can't think of what the uh, writer is offhand. And, but and yeah, I actually thought the opposite on that. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, uh, all new epic by Scott Lobdell, Brett Booth, and Norm Rap. But not. But seeing that it's not <laughs> the same creative team, yeah. made me think. Oh. Well, then maybe there's hope for it.
1: <laughs> like if these people are going to right the wrongs in a way? Like... Yeah,
0: because I, I've seen that this is supposed to be like some redemption story. So I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe these guys went, wow, they really screwed up Wally West. Uh, we're going to have to redeem that character. Let's re- write a miniseries and, and fix it, Pro- probably without undoing. But that's probably not the case. This was probably planned. Uh right along with Heroes in Crisis. Since it's come out so quick out so quick yeah. cuz yeah, with Heroes in Crisis
1: wrapping up like what at the beginning of last month or end of May or whatever it was, the production wise there's no way that there would have been a, in a, a, in a a pitch and an art team and a and a pump, and here we go. Oh we got it. Right. That'd have been a really quick turnaround. Now
0: in unless the story you know, and Heroes in Crisis had been planned for a long time. You know, sometimes D C or Marvel or whatever will come together and they'll go, Okay, let's come up with all of our story ideas for the next year yeah. or for the next two years or for the however long we want to plan it out. So say it was a year.
1: Usually they typically they'll do a year at their Marvel or D C retreats.
0: Right. So say it was a year and uh they're pitching the ideas and they're talked about and this other creative team, here's what's going on. And they're like, I don't don't like that. They protest a little bit. uh, And then they're like, hey, you know, let's get together and do our own book. We'll pitch up as a a follow up, you know, from the pages of and uh, say, hey, we want to explore this character after Tom and the gang do their thing with him. You know, it could always be something like that. But I suspect it was more like, okay. We're sitting down at this retreat, and this is what we want to do for the next year with this character. Mm-hmm. And it was all kind of thrown out there at once.
1: There were a few very minor delays, not as big as Doomsday Clock delays, but in Heroes and Crisis. Not only with adding an issue, but then one of the, like the last two issues, I think, just had a slight like week or two delay. So that could have bought some extra time if someone were to make that urgent pitch, you know. But, yeah. Most likely it's what you said with the retreat planning, so.
0: Yeah, it's funny because um, <laughs> when we had a customer come in earlier and picked up some of his books, and he hasn't been in lately, one of the comics that he picked up was Doomsday Clock. <laughs> and I was thinking, how long has that been sitting there? <laughs> Probably a month. But, but some customers, if they've got enough stuff, they don't always buy everything at once. They'll let something sit, so. It might be that he's been in since then and just not. But, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll hold off on this for a little bit. So that when I read it it'll be closer to when closer the next one closer when
1: the next one comes out. Yeah. yeah. We all should have held off a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if I'd have known, I'd have suggested, hey, you know, maybe we should uh, wait a year to start reading these.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: But uh, as I said too in the Comic Club Review
1: podcast, you know, a lot of the stuff that happened. With Wally, there. If even it happened to some of my favorite characters, I'd still just be like, "Oh, I didn't see that coming." I'm excited to, because knowing comics, being like, "Well, there's going to be some way that they're going to get out of this jam, and
0: things are going to be reset,"
1: and just, I don't know.
0: in general, I kind of look at it when they do something with a character. Like if somebody came on, mm-hmm. um, like I'm, I'm still torn on on what Bendis is doing with Superman. But if I really didn't like it, I could drop. Superman, I could drop action comics and I could wait a year, I could wait two years, you know, whatever it is and pick it back up again. And, you know, it might be a different creative team or something that I like. And it's like, oh, look, it's back to what I like. Usually when they make a major change with a character, it's, you know, for a few years at most, and then they kind of go back to the status quo and, You know, everything's kind of back to the way it was. I think sometimes you do really need to shake things up a bit. I think my favorite writing is when they do something with a character that's new and interesting without disturbing the uh, basics of that character, without completely disrupting and like upsetting readers and stuff. Some readers are just going to be upset with just a story or any direction. But I guess what I mean is when you get something that uh, shakes it up so much that there are large numbers of readers that are upset with with the decision, you're always even going to have that to a degree. But what I'm saying is I like it when a writer can pull off doing a good, different, interesting story and not have that happen. But uh, that, that seems to be rare. And often... It's and I'm not, I'm not saying this with all writers or whatever, but but oftentimes I think it is, you know, kind of bad writing. And then other times it's just I really feel like hey, this is what I need to do with this story, this is what I need to do with the character. But I've but all all too often I have seen it where it's just bad. It doesn't really further anything, it just kind of upsets people, makes things mad, sometimes ruins a book. I don't know, maybe it's just like gambling, you know, you, you're trying something new and you're hoping for the best and it's, it's either going to piss everybody off or it's going to be the next, you know, it's going to be that, uh, Alan Moore swamp thing run. There is a, cause obviously that was something where his, his style, you know, he took over that book and he did different things with that. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know because you didn't have the internet and you didn't hear about the stuff so much. So maybe it pissed off a lot of people when he made cha- changes. I I don't I don't know. And that's one problem. Is now you got the internet, so now you really yeah. hear about it when people are are upset.
2: One of the
1: biggest people that was for him making the changes that he did was co-creator Len Wein, who was also editing Alan Moore's run on Swamp Thing, at least at the beginning. I don't know if he was there the whole time. But when you have the creator of your book, of a character, praising, being like, oh, this this guy's taking my character to a bigger, better level, you know? Like, someone that's just saying, you know how to write my character.
0: Yeah, like, kind of like, I wish I'd have thought of that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And the guy who, I don't know the name of it, but after Age of Ultron came out, when we saw the Hulkbuster suit in there, and they had a version of that suit from the comics, but there were some things in the movie that happened that the suit in the comics couldn't do. And the guy who wrote or drew like the Hulkbuster stories in the comics saw the movie and he had, like I think it was like on a podcast I was listening where he was just like, it's like, yeah, I saw what Joss, Joss Whedon did with the, you know, Hulkbuster suit and, and made it go this or made it go that. And he was just like, I ah, wish I would have thought of that. He's like, it was a damn good idea to make it you know, fly, or whatever it did, whatever it needed to do, like, that was that was a situation where a creator was like, oh, man, I shouldn't have done
0: it. Yeah, I, I think it's just difficult, um, so I'll give some writers crap about their decisions, but I will say that, yeah, it probably is really difficult to be a writer, especially in an era where you're getting immediate feedback in mass yeah. from people when you're you're trying to do something different. You're trying to stand up because nobody wants to be the, the writer on a book that you know nobody remembers, nobody knows your name. Yeah, you want to be the guy that everybody recognizes your name or woman that everybody recognizes your name and they go oh, so-and-so wrote this and I love their work on this other book. You want to be a name that people are buying books just because your name's on
3: them. Yeah,
0: That's what's going to get you the work. Obviously, Bendis going to DC probably got a great deal going over to DC because DC knew that his name was going to sell books. Yeah. They probably knew that there was going to be some controversy too because Bendis has his detractors. And also, you got the DC readers who hate Marvel, and they're going to think, hey, you're bringing this Marvel guy over here now DC is going to be Marvel, so there's there's going to be problems. But they know that more than anything, they're going to be able to sell more books because they've got this name on them. Knowing that they're they're willing to give them the deal. Hey, you can you can have this big name book like Superman, like Action Comics. We're going to let you do your own things. So if he was just some guy who decided he wanted to write comic books. But he wanted to play it safe and not disrupt anything. He probably would not be. He probably wouldn't even be writing comics anymore because he'd have wrote something and it might have been fine, but it wouldn't have done anything spectacular for sales. It wouldn't have made his name stand out enough to sell other books, so they went to bother putting him on other books. And eventually, he would
1: just be out of the business. There's a lot of big Marvel and DC creators right now that are kind of making their bones by. Having that name, everything you just talked about, in order to build themselves their own fan base, which he also said, you know, bring, Bendis bringing over his fan base over to D.C. But the big ultimate goal for a lot of these people is all of the options for their independent publishing, because once they become that name, that household staple, they can now kind of pave the path, or the create their own work, things that they get more credit, more money, more, you know... More creative control over something that they could eventually, you know, come to know. Like, if somebody created Spider-Man over at, uh, you know, the Image Comics, are, are going to be more. They're going to have more control and more riches than if they were the guy that created Spider-Man over at Marvel. That a character that stays there in the company and gets thrown around and written into all these other things. So, like, if you created. Spider Man at Image and AMC is like, hey, we want this Spider Man television show. We're gonna turn it into merchandising and like here's a Robert Kirkman who has got his own creator owned property. But if he did that over at Marvel, then that would just be he'd get a probably a little piece of the pie. And yeah. So a lot of people making their name in the big two, using that, putting in their time. Not that they're just writing stories just to get their name out there, but like you said, you know, writing stuff that will be seen and talked about, and then they build their fan base and then go and make their fortunes by making comics in independent publishers. Speaking of independent publishers, when talking about all the Wally West stuff, I have this quote that's easily uh, found on my phone um, in the giant camera roll that I have, but I have it marked as favorite, so I can just go in the favorites folder and find it. Now, don't ask me how many items are in the Favorites folder, um, although I can tell you in just a second. Okay, there's there's 360 items in the Favorites, but compared to the 19,172 camera rolls, it's pretty easy to find stuff in the Favorites. So writer Tim Seeley uh, did Revival, he's done a lot of DC work, he's done some Marvel work, he's... You know, he's got Dark Red over at uh, Aftershock right now. Awesome guy. Uh, This came out on May 13th. He tweeted this. And I'm trying to remember what this was in reaction to. I'm trying to remember if there was something big, like in movies that came out. It might have, you know, it might have been Game of Thrones. I think this was in reaction to a lot of people's anger in how Game of Thrones ended. And I saw it. I'm not going to talk spoilers. Yeah,
0: Game of Thrones. It was so bad that they're doing a prequel series.
1: Exactly. (laughs) So Tim Seeley writes, The lesson from writing fiction is that the audience gets bored if you don't shock them, but mad if you do. Mad people still buy your stuff, bored people don't. And this is why you can't have nice things. Yeah. And in a way, that's kind of what you said in a
0: in a roundabout way of like, right? Because me, I'm 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 upset with the Wally West thing, but I'm still considering it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I might not buy it, but I'm thinking about it. And there there have been plenty of things that I was on the fence of on buying that I ended up picking up. There's a long history of things happening in comics that upset me, but not to the point of discontinuing that book even. Yeah, sometimes I might drop a title and go over take a break. It. I'll, I'll go to something else, but there's other times that they did something that I hated, and yet I stuck with it. Check it out. They've done a lot of like, things, like when they did the death of Superman. That really irked a lot of people, which I never understood because I knew right from the beginning, and I don't know how I don't remember how I knew, but I knew all along this is going to be like a one year thing, and then they're bringing him back. Yeah. You know, it's a plan thing. Just a formula. Um, and uh, and that wasn't even. This is what I'm speculating. I I knew that that's what they were okay. doing. And I thought, you know, talking with people, the people that I talked to at the time knew that. So there were all these other people that were upset about it. And then they were upset when they brought him back because oh, you know, death, his death didn't mean anything. They were bringing back, and it's like this was a plan that every. You know, not everybody knew, but uh, obviously some of the public knew, and they, they were in on it. So I was surprised when I later learned that there were a number of people that were upset by it. So I can't really say that because I was sort of in the know, and I knew what was going on. If I didn't know that and they killed off Superman, I probably would have been pretty upset. But I think the fact that his titles all continued, you know, all like... Five of them, <laughs> I think. No, I think it was just fourth. Just four, because uh, Superman Man of Tomorrow, which became a fifth title, but was quarterly, started yeah. after his return. <laughs> but yeah, um, things that happened like after his return, Hal Jordan went crazy, and then that whole thing with with Parallax and him going bad and killing off the other Green Lanterns and everything else, for fans of. Hal Jordan, that was a big thing. That was that was like, you know, the Wally West thing now. They destroyed, didn't just kill off a character or whatever, but destroyed everything that that character was mm-hmm. uh, for years. And so I was furious about that. And then they bring in this new Green Lantern, and I didn't like the, the storyline, where they were going with it. I didn't like the new look of this guy and everything else. And guess what? kept reading it. I was buying the, the comic. I was pissed about the Hal Jordan thing, and yet I kept buying it. I did eventually drop it because I got bored. Yeah. <laughs> um I initially kept reading it. When I was mad, I kept reading it. But when I got bored, I dropped it. So that is that is true.
1: Yeah, it's you know, no secret here, just based off of reviews and other podcasts and things like that that I'm very uh Excited about a lot of fiction, very easygoing, and I don't take a lot of things to heart. A lot of things don't really upset me, and a lot of it, like, let's take example of, like, I didn't really, you and I have said this many times about not really liking reading Thor stories, you know, mm-hmm. outside of him being in
0: Avengers. Well, right, he's, he's, a, he's, a good, uh, he's a good, not even a character, but like, you know, team character yeah. and stuff like that.
1: So, when I saw the news way back and like. at the phone call,
0: after this message. Sorry, we're all about of Walking Dead 193. <laughs> no. Actually, it's my wife, I better you. Thank you for calling from Sentinel call, Atomics and Collectibles. This is David. <laughs> Thank you, though. Is that what you said? Uh, uh. It's me. I'm a weirdo. It's me. Oh, Weirdos. Weirdo. Oh, yeah. Nah, no, I don't know. It looks rickly. So I could be wrong. And that's the problem. When you're looking for a car online, you're seeing those pictures. It's hard to make out anything. Yeah, it's me and Anthony. We're, uh, we're recording uh, under the collar right now. But I didn't put you on speakerphone, which I should have. And then you could have been on the podcast. Um, yeah, I did. Yeah. Love you, too. Bye. Yeah, that was uh, that was Tammy calling about the car because we're doing car hunting for for David right now. Yeah, there's there's a lot of Ford Focuses and Ford Fiestas out there on the, the market for not real high price. So yeah, it's uh, When I recently did mine.
1: I had probably the quickest, shortest, and I had the connection at the at the dealership and just kind of just said, "Yep, just." Here's what I'm looking for. I just want to be in and out. And that was probably the fastest car I ever bought. but
0: Yeah. Yeah, car shopping sure is fun, he said sarcastically. We actually uh, went down to a dealership in Milwaukee. And uh, i trying to remember what day that was. Friday. It was Friday. So we went down there and we spent like three hours just waiting, waiting for him to get the car because there was other cars blocking it, uh, stuff like that, getting it taking it for a test drive, thoroughly checking it out and everything. And then we get back, and uh, we're like, okay, you know what? David liked the car. We liked the car, you know, for what it was. Thought it would be a good car for him. No big problems. Um, of course, we're talking used cars. Um, a, couple of, a couple of issues. Number one, the car was dirty. and most dealerships, they get a car and they clean it. Yeah. So this was uh should, should I do a review and like out the the place that it was sure why not It was actually a uh, it was Rust Darrow Honda down in Milwaukee off Grundy uh, Road All right. So go check it out or don't depending on you know <laughs> what you get from this conversation So that was that was an issue for us right away we're like this car is dirty like the windows were dirty uh, the inside of the car was dirty. It looked like somebody just traded it in, and they did not pay any attention to it. They just went, and they parked it in the back somewhere and left it.
1: And we had a good string of days where it was always raining and stuff, and,
0: like, you know, Um but yeah, I dirt mean, the off thing the was, car. I mean, the first thing we had to do was turn the wipers on, you know, the, wash wash the windshield so we could see to drive the thing. Yeah, it's not a good sign. And... You know, one of the wipers was really streaky, so we're like, okay, it needs new wipers. Before we even got in it and we walked around it, we're like, okay, well, two of the tires look decent, and the other ones are bald as... As Patrick as, Stewart. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I just wanted to try to keep it in the comic shop realm, so... Yeah.
0: Uh, so, I could have said bald as you, but it's balder than you, so... <laughs> you could have said Silver Surfer. Yeah, as bald as the Silver Surfer. <laughs> You know, when I say it that way, it almost sounds like it's a good thing. Does it doesn't, It's bald as the Silver Surfer. I want it. <laughs> What's that name again? And it was even a silver colored car. Oh. Um, but um but yeah, we uh so we checked it out and it, it it was dirty. Definitely needed new tires, needed new wipers. I think it's common practice, but it's really irritating when you're taking a car for a test drive and you got to put gas in it just to take it for a test drive. Yeah, it's cuz I I've seen a number of cars with the pictures and you can see on the gauges that the gas is way down. I think they do that on purpose, but come on. Put five bucks in when you know somebody's taking it for a test drive. Oh yeah. Throw five bucks of gas in it just so that they can run it around town and, and stuff like that. We we had to put $5 in the
1: gas tank. That sounds not
0: right. Um but, again, I've noticed, because we're looking, and we're looking at a lot of dealerships, looking at the, the pictures of the cars and the interiors, and you notice on the gauges, a lot of them are down really really far. So, yeah, so, uh, on, on the other hand, it teaches you, like, okay, you're test driving a car, and now you know what side the gas cap is on. Now you know how to release the gas cap and all that stuff that you want to go through anyway. So And now you practice. know how to, you know, go
1: to a better dealership.
0: Right. Um <laughs> Now the the people, all the people that we dealt with at this this place were were really nice, right. so that was good. So they were they were friendly. We felt like we were being taken care of. Although we did feel like they were a little slow with taking care of us, but that was like the biggest problem up until then. It's like this car was just filthy, and all the other cars because we were in their used car section. All the other cars that they had around that were for sale looked like they were clean. So it's like, why is this one? Yeah. So so dirty and neglected. You see a guy come out of the dealership who was
1: there to buy a car. He's like, "What are you guys doing in my car? <laughs> I drove this here to go find a new car." Oh, <laughs> was this one? For Meanwhile, somebody
0: or? was test driving our car.
1: <laughs> That's the kind of place it is. You know, you just bring your. It's, it's like a. It's like an adult key party, <laughs> and you go and you you, know, you all put your keys in a bowl, and then you you know couples go there, and then you just kind of test drive. <laughs> Other people's spouses. Yeah, okay. You've had seen this in movies, I would assume, somewhere, huh?
0: Anyways, what? I don't want to talk about it. My wife sometimes listens to this podcast. <laughs> hey, Tammy. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: hey, David, where's your keys? I put them in a bowl.
1: <laughs> Anyways.
0: You're not even married. <laughs> uh, That's the best saying. part. <laughs> yeah, so... So we drove it. it, it it rode really well, it sounded good, popped the hood, it looked, you know, not like a clean engine, it was just as dirty as the rest of the car, but it wasn't like all full of oil and stuff, like like it's spraying fluids all over the place or anything like that. There were some problems that you couldn't see from the picture, it had a broken headlight. And this is a, one of those newer cars where it's like, you got the lights encased in another big lens that covers, you know, okay, half the car. <laughs> you no, know, it's like the big thing. It even, you know, they wrap around the top yeah. and everything. So there's like this big glass or not really glass, but plastic piece. And that's actually what was broke. It Was that outer outer thing <coughs> the lights that all seemed pretty self-contained inside there were fine. So we're like, okay, well it needs that Tammy looked it up and it's like Looks like it's going to be about $150 to, to replace that. So you start adding things up. Okay, new tires, new wipers, new headlight. Okay, everything else is looking good. Got to clean it. David didn't even care. David's like, I like the car. It's like, I'm looking forward to cleaning it. <laughs> like, I want to take it home and clean it. So everything's going good. Price is decent, everything. Um, you know, we've already got the financing approved. So we take it back and we go in there and say, okay, you know, we uh, we liked it. We'll take it. Even the price that it was at, it was listed lower than it should have been, so we weren't going to haggle the price or anything else. So, okay, we'll do up the paperwork, whatever, why don't you come, come wait in our waiting area. We're waiting over there, and um, finally a guy comes out, and he's got this paperwork, and he's like, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, but this I just got this information. And what it was is he's got this piece of paper, and it's got this big red stamp on it. This car, and it it says this car is uh, not legal to drive on Wisconsin highways. It's got this. It's got all these problems that we hadn't seen. Nothing's been been mentioned or whatever before. It's dirty. (laughs) Dirty was the least of (laughs) those problems, and it it, that wasn't listed. But uh, it's got stuff like you know it needs a new catalytic converter. It needs this this, and then it says. uh, Engine smoking. So (laughs) we're like, okay, well, the catalytic converters, we've had a problem with with our Pontiac Grand Prix with that, that for the last, like, two years or longer, we've had a a code for that. We've had it replaced twice. We've had all kinds of other work done to it, and the engine light still pops on with the code for the catalytic converter. So we're like, okay, we really don't want to have this problem with some other car but assuming all that's all it was say you depending on the price and the work and where you go let's throw say it's a say you throw a thousand dollars into it for that plus the tires plus the headlight plus everything else it's still decently priced for what it was but it says the engine's smoking and there's no explanation as to why that is now Typically, you don't want to go to a car dealer, even with a used car, and buy it and want to have to throw you know a couple thousand dollars into it after you drive it off the lot. Now, I could see if you're going to some small-time car dealer used cars and you're buying, picking up a car for $500, obviously you're going to have to put some work into it. But when you're spending several thousand dollars on a car, you're hoping that you're not going to have to do anything. Everything's minimal you Gonna have to take care of it because it's uh, it's got some miles on it already and everything else. And it didn't it wasn't even high mileage or anything. But uh, yeah, it's engine smoking and everything else. And this big red stamp that says it's you know not legal and everything else. It's like okay, now we've we've spent three hours at this place yeah. <laughs> all together doing the paperwork It's just yeah. doing everything that we we had to do. Waiting for them to unbury the car. Because it was parked out back in the junkyard, probably. No, but it's like, I understand some of these car lots have a lot of cars. So when you first call somebody on a car, they might not be familiar with the car. They might not know every problem that's on it. But when you've scheduled a test drive and everything, you think that gives them some time. Like, we scheduled the thing. They could have had the thing dug out yeah. and everything. They could have taken a look at it and it runs out, through the car out, hey, no you know place. what? this car actually has some issues that because it's got a big red stamp that they're going to have to sign that they understand that this car is not legal to drive on Wisconsin highways. I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that that's something that you would think that they'd know. Now the people that we were dealing with on this car seem legitimately surprised. Like we, we didn't see this. This wasn't on the paperwork that we had before. They didn't, they didn't know. Um, and again, the customer service and everything else was, was fine. Yeah. But it was a very slow process for a car that in the end we didn't even end up buying. But uh, you invested
1: three hours of your time ready to buy. Right. Until they told you, all right, there's a couple dead bodies in the trunk. I forgot to tell you that, but you have to remove them.
0: The uh, spare tire on the back looked great. <laughs> it looked brand new like they just threw it in there. Uh, it the only clean thing on the car. Yeah, so back to square one. Yeah, so we're looking, and not a lot around here locally that's in uh, the price range that we're looking for that also looks reliable. I mean, you can find some some vehicles out there decently priced, but they've got really high mileage and stuff like that. One of the dealerships has a, a Chevy Tahoe that looks like it is in great condition. You can tell that the owner... Really cared about it. They put some custom things on here, the wheels, the, the the rims, gas and brake. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah, they did like the rims, the the gas and brake, the pedals, stuff Subwoofers. like that. Subwoofers. You know yeah. they 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 put some stuff into it. Um, kept it nice and clean. It didn't look like it had any major scratches, dents, whatever. You could tell that whoever had this vehicle. Love this vehicle and took care of this vehicle. However, I still don't want to buy a vehicle with 220,000 miles on it. Because I've got a vehicle that has that many miles. We want to get rid of that vehicle. So, I mean, it's really hard to find something that's uh, a decent price for some kid who... Really, it's his first car, but he yeah. just needs something good and reliable because he's going to be driving it to college and at home and and everything else. He's worked hard; he deserves a decent car. You know, we're financing it, but it's his. Basically, he's paying, yeah. or we're financing it, whatever. So it's we're buying the car, but it's his car and yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. No, it's not one of those. Uh, we're rich parents who spoil our kids, and we're buying them a new car.
1: Yeah, I had a couple classmates like that when I was driving around my 93 Ford Escort in, you know, 2000, 2001, and then...
0: And they're driving a (laughs) a brand-new Ford Mustang convertible. You're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) There were a few of those
1: people. Um, When you're talking about driving to college and everything, now you think if he would have went to, like, college in, like, Illinois or Minnesota or something... That this bad, not street legal for Wisconsin, you could have take, you could have got that car, just drove it in a different state.
0: Yeah, it might have been legal to drive in, uh, <laughs> in Illinois. Just Wisconsin, they're just uh, against it. But. Yeah, their standards might be lower. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and it's like, why isn't it legal? It might have been, well, if it's got a catalytic converter problem then they're like, oh, it's not legal because it's not going to pass emissions. Damn. And so that could be it. Um, but it could also be whatever this engine smoking thing is. <laughs> you know?
1: Uh, Slap a nicotine patch on it? You know, and nicotine. and we
0: we drove it, you know, not for hours or anything. You know, we yeah. weren't there for three hours because we drove a car for <laughs> two and a half of them. Went to Chicago. Well, you know, we had a nice test drive. We drove it kind of just around that area. We did take it on the freeway and whatever. Um, so we didn't have it, you know, drive it on the freeway for an hour and to see if the engine would start smoking at that point. But from the driving that we did, there was no engine smoking. There was no funny smells and we're in a dirty car and there's no funny smells. So, um, so it was really surprising to see that on there. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a, a deal breaker. And we invested so much time in it, and David liked it and everything. So even afterwards, you know, we're kind of like, but what if we. And that and that. And you start really thinking about it, and then you just keep coming back to, you, but engine smoking. Yeah. So you're like, okay, so what if we found some decent tires? And so, yeah, we, we throw $1,000 into t- What if it cost us $2,000 to to fix all that stuff that we know is wrong with it. It still that still puts it in a in a decent price overall for for the vehicle and it'd still be worth it. Oh wait. Engine smoking. No explanation. Just engine smoking. Um,
3: like it's just a normal thing.
0: Yeah. And maybe maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's not legal in Wisconsin, but you could drive, you know, maybe it can smoke like that in Colorado. Kind of like how they uh, whatever it's smoking, I I don't know. Kind
1: of like if they like outlawed smoking in bars, but there might be like a different country that oh, right. we, we still allow smoking in bars here. So. Yeah,
0: you can't you can't <laughs> be smoking. No engine smoking on Wisconsin highways. You're going to have to drive that off. on Just a regular street. Uh, All the back roads. Yeah. Okay. Take it. Drive. Drive it over by the, the elementary school down down there, and smoke that stuff. Um, so yeah, we're, we're still searching and we were hoping that, uh, while I have off this week and Tammy has off this week, that we could do some searching, whatever, but we're having, uh, not a lot of great luck. We've got, we've had like three different dealerships that don't want to call us back. And I don't know, maybe it's priorities. Maybe it's because we're looking for a a low end Vehicle, we're not looking for a brand new. They're selling forty thousand
1: dollar trucks or something, you know, like
0: a yeah. like a 2025 <laughs> or however the years were. Yeah, like Stark Mobile on vehicles, you know, Stark- where it's always this
1: uh, a next, Stark next year's tech. Uh,
0: yeah, we're not looking for some vehicle that costs you know half the price of my house. So I guess we're not high enough priority to like return our yeah. phone calls. I talked to one place today about test driving a, a car. We said we were going to set it up for Friday because Tammy's off. I'm off. David's off because he's on a Monday through Thursday, 10 hour day schedule right now, which is why when he comes in here, he looks tired and cranky. Um, <laughs> uh, Going from working four hour shifts at Walmart to ten hour shifts at some place someplace where you're actually working. It's a step up. It, uh, it can maybe be a little tiring.
3: Yeah.
0: Um but we were so we we're gonna do it Friday when we're all available. Because if we're buying a car for
3: for him, you know,
0: he should
3: probably drive it. Yeah. Um
0: and uh yeah, so We've talked to a few different places. We scheduled one for... we. I don't even know if it's scheduled. We were scheduling one test drive for Friday morning. Uh person was supposed to call us back. And then they never called back. So, I don't know. But now Tammy found another one. Um, a uh, decently priced Ford Focus. With low miles on it. Um, older than yours, but but pretty low miles for what year it is
3: and uh um, i would say even probably really low miles for what year, year it is probably
0: um and yeah it's uh it's a decent price it's uh the higher end of what we've been looking at but it looks you know looks decent again these are from internet pictures so you don't know you know, um could be like the car that we looked at, and they don't bother to show you the other side headlight that it's broken. Uh, but uh, but that's up in Lomira, so maybe we'll just go look at that one and uh, cross our fingers. If you do uh, the Kelly's Country Creamery
1: that I talked about, you know it's a great ice cream. You know it's a little extra than you you know when you're buying something that yeah. like a McDonald's cone or something. But
0: right, and it's probably great for my diet.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> They probably have some low sugar uh, I mean, <laughs> options.
0: No, I'm on the wing diet.
1: Oh, okay. They got some crazy with the, with flavors. The wing Wednesday. They might have uh, the wing ice cream for July. So yeah.
0: I get some uh, medium buffalo ice cream.
1: It mostly brought it up because I know like there's really no reason that you guys probably go to the Fond du Lac area, area too often. Not, being not in West that Bend. often. So. so if you're over in that, it's technically Eden
0: area, but it's... You know, if you've already gone to Lomira, but yeah. Well, it's it's not. It's closer to Lomira than. Yeah. Than Eden or.
3: Yeah. Whatever, because it's not that far. Off
0: off the highway, and Lomira It's just the the other yeah. side of little. Or actually, because uh, that gas station right there. Off the freeway, uh, by Lomira.
3: That's the side of of the freeway, and that's considered Myra, I believe. And it's really it's like right down the road, right? Is, is that off of sixty seven or is that up?
0: Off it'll of, it'll uh, be it's further it's further up it's, yet. It is further up. I want to say it's B. Yeah, that's what now. As I'm talking about that, I'm like a, yeah, just, yeah. It is. It's not. It's not too far off. Yeah. Off of forty one, but uh, but yeah, it is further up. I think. But it's if like you're the next, yeah. Actually, that's probably two exits up. Cause you got. Uh, Little Myra, then you got like
3: forty
1: nine, like Brownsville. Yeah. And then you get B up there after that. Okay, but you know, for someone who's generally not in that area, you know, if you're you've made it that far, you know, both on vacation, David's got a day off. Treat yourself to some ice cream. Just gotta, you know, yeah. It's been a while since I've had like a standard thing. Like I'm not sure what those prices are. Like I go there because they do a, uh, ice cream sandwich of the month. So a lot of times that I've been going there, I've just been getting the new ice cream sandwich and, you know, it might be like a $5 thing or something. I mean, it's no different than if you got like a medium to large blizzard or something and you're just getting, uh, usually something unique, more unique than a, you know, flavor option wise. And then you're supporting this little, like, farm town, family owned creamery thing. So not giving the money to the man or anything. So
0: Yeah, if I put on this, uh life-changing diet plan, uh, this week, which, I mean, I get, it seems silly, I keep thinking, I'm on vacation, I'd like to, I'd like (laughs) to be able to eat whatever I want, I'm like, I'm on vacation, or staycation anyway, this (laughs) week, it'd be nice to just kick back, you know, be able to have a couple of drinks or whatever, because we're not, no, no alcohol this week, um, but, uh, but yeah, these these wings are like the worst thing that I've had this this week so far. I haven't had um any sugar at all, so I haven't uh, I haven't had any coffee. I haven't had any soda. Um, and and I'm a uh, you know uh, it's sometimes only one cup. I'm at least at least one cup of coffee, day, and not just a Cup by measuring cup standards, but a cup like yeah. my big old coffee mug cup. Uh, so usually one in the morning, one in the afternoon. One in the morning you start already. Yeah. <laughs> one in the morning. <laughs> coffee. Then it's right back to bed. <laughs> Set I your alarm.
1: Up. <laughs> wake up, one A. M. I'm like Gotta get that coffee. Yeah. Why
0: I don't why can't I sleep? <laughs> uh, Doc. <Dark. laughs> And uh, I always have an afternoon cup of coffee. And the weird thing about the afternoon cup of coffee is if I wait too long in the afternoon, it's too late. And then I'll have my coffee and want to go take a nap. Uh, but uh, usually two cups of coffee, maybe three in a day. And then I just stopped and haven't had any. And, and not only do you have the caffeine and everything, Coffee, but the way that I make coffee, it has more sugar in it than coffee. It's uh, coffee-flavored sugar milk is what it really is. But you haven't had
1: any of that this week.
0: And I have not had any of that uh, this week.
1: You've also haven't had any patients, I assume? Um
0: have been
1: bouncing off the walls, just eager to...
0: No, I... I feel like I have, even though people say, "Yeah, when you eat better, you have all this energy." <laughs> um, I've been a- eating really good. I've only been eating uh, veg- vegetables, some fruit. Um, I've had uh, I've had a few eggs, and I've had some chicken breasts. Um, but uh, so eating really well, getting getting exercise. I uh, went for a run the other day. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I did. We we were joking around uh, at at that time when I was doing that running that I wouldn't have to go on a walk later. I did go on that walk later. Yeah. So doubled uh, doubled up. And then uh, yesterday we went we went hiking. We went out to Pike Lake. Uh, went hunt, hiking. We hunting. Yeah, we. Uh, I was hunting, I was so hungry. I'm like, I'm gonna kill me a deer.
1: Hopefully, it's one of those vegetarian deers. If you're with Tammy. yeah, I
0: said I'm gonna kill me a deer, and uh, my wife got nervous. See, he's gonna kill deer. Not you, deer. T e a r t e
3: a r. But uh,
0: I don't know if you've ever been out to to Pike Lake, but they have this uh, Can't say have. this tower thing. And you can hike before you even really start going uphill. you walk out and you feel you feel like you're going uphill because it's this big wooden tower that you can climb up the tower and look out and you can see um, see see the car dealer that didn't return my call today <laughs> in Hartford. Um, you can see everything the sun touches but and that you can was your uh, land. you can look out, you can look across to uh, Holy hill and think, "Wow." I just about killed myself getting up this high, and Holy (laughs) Hill, you can tell it's just a little bit higher. Um, Oh, is that the car car dealer? No. Okay, (laughs) that's, uh, that's nobody important. Um,
1: they're gonna listen to this episode. I called them around that time on that day that they said it was. Yeah, sure. It wasn't important, but, uh.
0: Oh, that was was
1: this guy. Pike Lake is over in Hartford. Yeah, it's Hartford. Now, to quick tie this into my car dealership story, and I think I probably told this, but I'm not like a geographical guy, and I don't care about weather and like talking about that kind of stuff. And when I was looking up the car car dealership where I eventually got my car, I looked it up on the Apple Maps here. And then I was placing it, being like, oh, okay, yeah, I know where that is, and blah, blah, blah. And then I saw Pike Lake listed, you know, nearby. I just happened to see that on the map about a half hour before I went there. And then when I test drove it, I had a car dealership friend guy with me. And we're driving, and this guy's a big, like, hunter guy. He's a very man's man. He's a fireman. I think he does police stuff. And he's just he's a real man's man compared to me. i not that much. And, uh...
0: Kind of intimidated, that's why you bought the car. Yeah, I was just like it's like, yes, gonna sir. kill me if I don't buy this thing.
1: <laughs> and we were driving through and it just kinda got quiet and he's talking about buying like a pontoon boat and all this stuff, and I'm like, I don't even know what is that a sedan? I'm like, <laughs> I don't and uh and we're driving by and then he's like, Oh yeah, we're gonna take the pontoon boat out over here and uh on the lake and this weekend, blah blah blah. And I remembered that I saw Pike Lake on there. And just a shred of making me feel like I'm an adult man that has, like, knowledge of manly man things. I said, I'm like, oh, that's Pike Lake, right? He's like, oh, yeah. And, like, just that, and then the conversation ended. But I felt so great to be able to just say. Yeah, I know what that lake is. Yeah, well, of course, that's Pike Lake. But, you know, if I didn't look at the map prior... I would never, I would have been, is that Lake Michigan? <laughs> no, <laughs> I wouldn't have said that, but I definitely would not have known it was Pike Lake, but. Oh, is that the Mediterranean Sea? <laughs> is that the ocean? I've never been in the ocean before. Yeah. Anyways, Pike Lake, looking over at Holy Hill, you're tired and.
0: But yeah, we, uh, we, we took that, that hike and. You know, you're expecting, hey, I'm having all of these vegetables. Uh, <laughs> and and when I say all these vegetables, I'm not all saying, I, I'm not eating, like, tons <laughs> of vegetables. It's no no wonder you're fat. You're eating, like, you know, 5,000 calories a day in vegetables. No, I mean, we're eating yeah decently. Uh, we're, we're juicing some of them. We're not, like, doing, like, a, a crazy juicing fast yeah. diet.
1: I heard about you juicing. Uh,
0: <laughs> That's why I was able to run like that. <laughs> um, but uh, so you think, oh, I should be feeling good. You know, a few days into this, I should be feeling good. This tower is like way, way up and you have to walk. They really trick you because you're walking kind of uphill most most of the way. And you're like, wow, we're uh, so far uphill. I think we're almost there. And then you just keep going, hmm. and then all of a sudden, like, oh wait, you realize that you're not even walking up that hill. I mean, yes, you're going uphill, but you're not going up the hill um, for a while. And then all of a sudden, you start walking up, and it's like, you know, uh, in some areas it would be called mountain climbing. Uh, here, it's just going up a hill. Because uh, Tammy and I have discussed that too. She's got family out in Massachusetts, and she she recalls there being hills out there and people will be talking about this mountain and she's looking at it and going that's a hill (laughs) and i had the same thing when i was in the army and i was stationed down in fort Hood, texas and uh they named their hills mount something mount hill it's yeah like that's mount (laughs) hill over there (laughs) they give them mountain names and it's like that's a hill but I guess uh, when you live in a flat area and all of a sudden you have this yeah. big hill, they think it's a mountain and they call it like. Are they kind of making a mountain, mountain out of a molehill? That's <laughs> pretty much it. Um, that is pretty much it. Uh, you know, there's jokes about everything being bigger in Texas, but mountains aren't. <laughs> neither are trees. The trees are pretty smaller too. Like a lot of trees. Like we're we're in Wisconsin, so you know we've got pretty huge trees. Uh, Texas, they're um, they're like the trees in Texas are like trees that somebody might put in their front yard, you know, to make it look nicer or something. Around here, uh, we we call them shrubs. <laughs> so, yeah. Talking about mountains, it reminded me of Dumb
1: and Dumber. Where they at? They're kind of snoozing while driving, and then they miss one of the turns to go to the Rocky Mountains. I forget where they go, but they eventually get to just all flat lands, and, and they're just out there, and they wake up, and they think they're in the Rocky Mountains. They're just like, eh, I thought the Rocky Mountains would be a little more rockier than this. And they're like, John Denver's full of shit. <laughs> but they had like completely veered off into a different <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had a habit of doing a lot of bike rides, just when you're talking about fitness and up and moving and hiking and this and that. And I wish I'd kind of get back to it. Um, the main reason I stopped doing it is because I kept reading more comics and then I, because I listened to a lot of podcasts while biking I'd bike you know for like an hour and a half two hour you know round trip or something and uh but then when I you know started picking up more comics and reading more titles and stuff, then I found that bike riding really cut into the reading
0: time and yeah, I find that with most exercises <laughs> it's the, you know it you just don't have time you know it's it's hard to Get a really good workout while you're reading comics. Yeah. Um, I some people watch TV while doing exercise. Tammy will go. Hey, you know, I need to go exercise. I'm gonna go watch something. You know, in our room, and she'll go in there. Um, she'll just turn something on Netflix or Hulu or or whatever, and. uh, Sweating to the oldies. Exercise. Um, I don't know. She's watching something on the internet and doing something that makes her breathe. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I just, I feel like I get too distracted. I feel like I would be meaning to exercise, but sitting there staring at, and just like watching too intently at the TV show or movie or whatever, I'm... Watching yeah. and n- not be moving. Like uh, an exercise bike would be like an easy thing. Um, and uh, and the boys have done that at home too. Because we've got an exercise bike that I've never rode. Uh, yeah. But they've done is that. the like, engine smoking? Because <laughs> <laughs> the engine was smoking, yes.
1: It's not, it's not house legal in Wisconsin. Um,
0: but they would do that because... Being being homeschooled, you know, um, whereas Katie has gym class all all year, all school year round. Uh, you know, in winter it's hard to go out and get a bunch of exercise and stuff like that. So we'll pull out the exercise bike and stick it in the living room, and they'll take turns and they'll they'll ride the bike for you know half an hour, sure. or forty five minutes, or whatever it is. Um, let's, you know, along with doing other exercises, but they can watch TV and and do that. Um, And that works for them. I feel like I would be riding it and all of a sudden I would probably realize that I am, you know, (laughs) 45 minutes into an hour long program and I've just been sitting there on a bike, not actually pedaling or anything because I kind of forgot about that and I've been watching what's going on. And
1: you wanted to hear and not hear your like breathing or the cycle noises. Right. See, my solution to that, because I'll do, the, like, the home exercises to TV, but it's when I watch The Tonight Show. So I've watched every Fallon episode, and that's something that can be, you know, it's not, like, it's not very plot-heavy <laughs> that I need to, like, pay attention to the details where I'm just watching interviews and things like that. So that's a lot easier to exercise, too, in that sense, so. Because I'm that I don't feel like I need the full attention to. Like, wait, what Daredevil just say in this scene?
0: Yeah. Uh, Daredevil, Daredevil, you know, one of those uh, comic book characters that doesn't have superpowers. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Ben been dieting and exercising for uh, for a few days now um, I'm down a pound and a half <laughs> um, th- seriously that's what I'm down and I'm like frustrated because I've done diets in the past where Tammy gets mad at me because she does more exercising and stuff and she's like having problems losing weight and usually I'll diet and I'll drop pretty quickly, yeah. and then I just plateau, and then I can hold it there for a while. So I'm usually pretty good if I do something about, you know, I can diet for a couple of weeks and then I'm good, and it takes me a long time to get that weight back on. Um, because I fall into to old habits, so that's what I'm trying to do now is trying to get to a point where I create new habits or whatever. But this time, for as... As much more um, like exercise, getting being more active and everything, eating healthy, cutting out all the sugars um, and everything. I have had some fruits that's going to have some some sugar in it, whatever, but natural, way way less than what I would normally have on a daily basis. And every time that I've done any kind of diet, it's like instantly I'm dropping pounds. And I know they say safe weight loss is like a pound or two a week, so that's good. But I kind of expected, okay, I'm going to have this quick weight loss, and then it's going to be a pound or two a week. Um, But it's like right out of the gate. Like day one, I lost half a pound, you know. Day two, I lost uh, just under a pound, you know. and I, I think that's why so many people get frustrated with, with dieting and, and everything else. So so I'm frustrated, but I'm kind of sticking with it. And uh, and yes, I've had some some wings from Pizza Hut, and this is the most unhealthy thing that I've eaten so far this
3: week. Uh, but,
0: you know, that, that's the thing. It's, even when you're dieting and you're cutting your calories and everything else, you should be able to just have something. I mean I, I should be able to have a hot fudge Sunday without you know com- completely sabotaging my my diet and stuff like
1: that. But uh See. Um, even Hit Girl was rewarded with a hot fudge Sunday after murdering a bunch of people and you know Well, I mean deserved it. Yeah. I mean, Two scoops.
3: Or you could be rewarded with uh, dinner at uh, uh and and, and You haven't watched Stranger Things yet, though. So, yeah. but that, that's something that comes up, as rewarding yourself with dinner at a restaurant. Um. So.
0: So, yeah, but you've you've watched the first two seasons. Of Stranger first two, yes, right, yeah. And your opinions on those two seasons? Really dug the first one, and the second
1: one, I don't remember much. And now since it's been so long too, since the second one, but I mean, I I um, just love the whole vibe. Of, uh, I I would
0: rate them as season one was perfect, just awesome. Yeah. yeah, I can't think of too much that they could have done that would have been better with that. Um, season two was was pretty good. Wasn't as good as season one. It had some some flaws. Personally, I didn't enjoy the whole side story with Eleven going off on her own and meeting her sister, or whatever, joining that gang I and
1: like wearing a leather coat. And...
0: Yeah, I just don't feel like it added enough to the the whole s- story and whatever. It just, I don't know. I mean, it was nice to get some more backstory and stuff there, but. It just, I don't know, it just wasn't as good as uh, as I felt it could have been. Uh, so season three, I will say, was probably the... Like, I would rate them in order, like, one, two, and three. Three wasn't as good as one or two. I think they really kind of strayed from the feel of it. Uh, they were really heavy on the the eighties references, like references and, and stuff. Um, they they almost seemed to like concentrate on that so much that and it was it was cool. Yeah, you know, um, it was it was a lot of fun and everything, but it just it wasn't what Stranger Things was initially. It's still it's still a good show. I'm still hoping and looking forward to a fourth season, but yeah, it has declined. Yeah. Um, since since the first season, um, and
3: it would be great if they could do something with the fourth season that would uh, um, really bring it around and, and give you that that feel. Um, you know, obviously, there again, it's like you got
0: to do different things. You know, you you don't want to just repeat the first season yeah. again, but you have to do different things and still have it. Feel like the same show, but yeah, if you if you grew up in the eighties um, and you're a fan of a lot of 80s stuff, then you'll appreciate um, it. And the, and the references are everything from word for word lines to um, appearances. You know, the way somebody looks is kind of in reference to to something. Um, they'll have a character that's a reference to a character in some 80s movie. They have objects that are referenced to, you know...
1: Somebody who's wearing a Weird Al shirt, maybe.
0: They they do have...
1: That I know. That, okay. I've seen Weird Al sent the screenshot. And then on Weird Al's website they have the in 3D shirt that the kid wears on uh, the show, and they've now printed it. and It broke their website yesterday, so they had to tell people we we're gonna have to restock, because everybody was flocking to it, so...
0: But yeah, it's definitely a great '80s reference show. Yeah, Uh, I I haven't checked uh, to see if there's been any updates. Uh, I wouldn't mind another episode of Bad Lit Reading, (laughs) Stranger Things, because that was pretty. That was definitely one of my.
1: Yeah, because that was the one that had like a sitcom type of. Yeah, it was kind of almost like like a
0: Wonder Years type of thing. Yeah,
1: Wonder Years is like one of my top. Like outside of. Anything sci-fi, superhero, supernatural, all that kind of stuff. Wonder Years is a top, top show. And, yeah, so that Stranger Things, Bad Lip Reading, just, it worked to my strength.
0: And on that note, it's uh, just about time to wrap
1: things up. Yeah, well, just get the keys out of the bowl, and then that'll be
0: (laughs) it. (laughs) I'll let Tammy know you're on the way. (laughs) Don't don't let the wife listen to this episode. I'm going to leave my, my bag
1: with my bags and boards here. And I'm back there, obviously, for tomorrow. So, schedule, filming-wise? Um, yeah, we
0: didn't actually talk about this, did we? Um, So,
1: my plan is that I'm going to go into the bag at 9 o'clock, hopefully get out by 9.30, because what happened last week is I went there for my 10-minute order, and four customers, I was wearing basically like this, and four customers came up to me, and I was helping them all over grocery, and, and I was doing all these other things and grabbing ads and checking things because they know who I am, they saw me, and I'm not going to say, I'm not helping you. So a uh, so half hour at the most.
0: You know, when you're, when you're not on duty, like, uh, wear a wig.
1: Or yeah, I should.
0: Or a beard or something.
1: I, I've done it where, like, I don't normally wear, like, baseball caps, hats, like that. And I have definitely have done that. And, like, wearing sunglasses. Just wear, to, like, a
0: Piggly Wiggly hat. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> they <laughs> won't know Sometimes it's me. Um, so, my plan is to hopefully, by 9.30 at the latest, I could leave Kewaskum. So, if you're looking for, what, just, a, like, a 10 a.m. starter, a quarter to 10, if you were to... Okay. Um, and what do you need anything? Like, do I have to bring the bag of trick stuff, or what are we all looking at for filming wise?
0: Yeah, I I think what we're doing is we're sitting down, and I gotta decide if I wanna do it at my house somewhere, or
3: come over here and do it. Although we have too many tables in the background.
0: But basically, the idea is. Uh, I'll have you sitting across from me at the table uh, and uh, you can uh, uh, pretend there's a conversation where you're basically kind of uh, interrogating slash judging me, uh, Doc, not me personally. Uh, and then I thought uh, we could have... I might just do one of the kids rather than have two of them standing behind because we might want one of them to do the camera work off to the side too to get the whole shot. So it might be better to just have one of them, but I thought, yeah, one of them just kind of standing there. And uh, I don't have a skeleton arm.
1: I'm texting myself right now and leaving it on alert, knowing that I have a text message so when I go into work tomorrow I can jump upstairs and see if we have a box of Halloween stuff, so okay. uh, I have a I have a Jack Skellington in my normal room, just in one of my in my living room. I have to think of like how it's set up, but it's a hand. So it's a full like, I actually bought it from Kirby and Shelley when I had the early like you know, the comic harvest over by then. Uh and it's a hanging like halloween thing where you push a button and he sings and glows but he's just like a hanging halloween de- decoration and he's got his long arms and now i'm trying to picture those hands and like if we're able to like just
0: if i'm you assuming were, this is small not like a life-size hand
1: like this thing like his head is no he's like a full-size oh He's got, kind of like, the legs and everything. Okay, like, he's, like, a...
0: Because I'm thinking smaller, and I thought maybe we could do more of a kind of perspective, like, make it look like a...
1: No, like, it should... No, he's a pretty big...
0: We might be able. to
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll look at... The, I'll look... I'll send a picture of that tonight when I get home, because, uh... If you were... If, if it was too big that you can't, like, you know, sneak it behind somebody, blah, 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 you can always just have the motion of that, cut it... And then do a just a single shot of just the arm, so that you would like yeah. if with, with the watch on it. And I think I'll put a watch on
0: it that's like with a dead battery, like a digital one with no. So it's just. Okay. Bland. Yeah. Uh, something like that might be fun, cause then it doesn't actually see. Anything. But checking yeah, the, I, checking the time, but it's like time doesn't exist. Yeah. Rather than checking the time and it's got a date. And everything.
1: So I'm picturing the hands, and I'm wondering if sleeves roll up, or if uh, you just see just the hand. But yeah, I mean, it's a huge,
0: it's a huge thing. Even covering it with a black piece of cloth, that's similar to what Nicole yeah. would be. Um, and, to, and to just take, go like that.
1: Yeah, you should be able to splice with, even it even if it's it,
0: got something in, you know. Okay. We, we, we might be able to figure something Yeah, out. I'll send the fake tonight,
1: and then that might... Man. I forgot that I just have that naturally just hanging in my
0: living room so well, you're walking through like <laughs> I can't, uh, wish I, I had something that looks like a skeleton <laughs> Jack if only I had something like, you know, like a skeleton
1: hmm <laughs> Jack so anyways so so prop wise like or like I don't need do I need to bring of wigs or hats or anything like not that it's a
2: hassle but it's one less thing I have to bring
0: Thank you for listening to Under the Cowl. I've been your host, David Lloyd. Under the Cowl is recorded live at Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles at 1749 Barton Avenue, West Bend, Wisconsin. You can join us live each week or listen on Automatic and iTunes. Like us on Facebook at Crimson Cowl Comics or on Twitter at The Crimson Cowl.